Hello again, baseball fans. Welcome back to another edition of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host, Michael Schultz, along with my good buddy, brother, and co-host, Ben Schultz. Over there in Wisconsin, in Oshkosh, I'm over here in Lonsdale, Minnesota. It is a glorious Sunday, sunny, sunny Sunday afternoon, easy for me to say. I haven't had my tea yet, or my coffee for that matter. Ben, how are you doing here on this fine Sunday afternoon? And, um... How you been uh, th- this past week, and uh, what are you looking forward to out of this game? I know we had a wild one last time against the Twins, so who knows what's going to happen today. But anyway, how the heck are you? I'm doing well, and uh, Christmas is finally upon us. It's the week of our Lord and Savior's birth, so fantastic there. Uh, still mm-hmm. no snow, which I am also thankful to God for. Uh, I'd rather yep. not shovel my way to work and slip and slide my way out the door. Um, so, but it is what it is, if it comes. Um, I'm excited about the game, uh, extra baseball last time. We went to extra innings and we had, uh, we had some bonus baseball, as you say, Mike. But, mm-hmm. um, trying to ride that roller coaster of emotions and momentum down through game number nine, which will start today for you. Uh, we are versing, facing off against the Baltimore Orioles. At mm-hmm. Steel Stadium, I think this is the third consecutive time you've been here, Mike, or the fourth? I lost count. Um, so we had how many times have we been here? Let's check the schedule. So this is our this is our fourth home game this year. Okay. Uh, we had we had a three game homestand to finish out the first half of the regular season, which is games five, six, and seven. Uh, and then we were on the road against the Twins last game in a four three nail biter extra inning affair. And now we've got three more home games, uh, starting with this one, remaining this season. So we're home here, on the road for two games, back home on the road, and then finishing out the season at home against the Fishes. But we'll get into all that later. But yes, to answer your question, this is the fourth home game we have had so far this year. Alrighty. Any thoughts before we roll into the lineups here, or are we about ready to dive into it? I was about ready to dive into it. Uh, uh, forgive me, we've, this is our fifth home game, not our fourth. We've already done our fourth. We did the first one at home, five, six, and seven at home, and then this one, number nine, at home. So number five at home. So pardon my uh, miscalculations there. But yes, ready for the lineups here. And uh, Ben, if you want to take the uh, home Hornets, you certainly may. I'll, get, I'll offer up the road uh, Orioles here, and we'll get uh, going into the game here. Sweet deal. All right. So without further ado, let us get this thing rolling here. For the visiting Baltimore Orioles... Dominic Hoskins batting first and playing left field today. In the second slot at shortstop is Vicky Kawaguchi. Batting third and over at the hot corner is the all-star and future Hall of, well, current Hall of Famer in the real world, future Hall of Famer in this sense, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. batting th- third, playing third. In the fourth spot, cleanup uh, at second base is Mary Riley. Batting fifth and behind the plate today is Gretchen Hasselhoff. In the sixth slot over there opposite Ripken at first is Butch Sherrod. Batting 7th and in the short portion center is Vincent Sweet. In the 8th slot and doing the pitching today is the Baltimore Orioles pitching ace, Todd Xavier. Batting ninth and playing right field is Buddy, nicknamed Spud Martin, over there in right field. That's the Orioles lineups. Ben, take it away for the home Hornets. Alrighty, so for your home Red Hornets at Steel Stadium for game number 9, batting 1st, Reese Worthington in the shortstop position. Batting 2nd, Pete Wheeler defending 3rd base. Batting 3rd, Chipper Jones defending 1st base, a very hot corner there to play. Batting 4th, Jose Canseco Batwack uh, <laughs> playing right field today. Uh, batting 5th, Kenny Lofton in center field. Batting 6th, Randy Alexander, no, as Ricky Alexander, Randy Johnson on the pitcher's mound today. Uh, batting 7th, Tony Delvecchio 
Castillo in the catching spot, batting eighth, Sally Dobbs in left field, and batting ninth, rounding out the order, Ronnie Dobbs playing second base. Those are your lineups. Let's get into some baseball. Game number nine, Red Hornets versus Baltimore Orioles at Steel Stadium. Yes, indeed. Randy Johnson with a 4-0 record, uh, 1.07 ERA, going up against uh, the aforementioned Todd Xavier. 1-1 one one with a 2-2-5 ERA. Pitcher's duel here to start, and uh, we are ready to rock and roll here the 20th of December, 2020. Five days before Christmas here. Sunday afternoon baseball coming at you from Steel Stadium. Let's do it. So Dominic Hoskins leads it off against Randy Johnson. Who's looking to continue his absolutely stellar pitching this year. First pitch is in there for called strike, and we are underway. Got to be feeling good if you're Randy Johnson there. First pitch, first strike. Awesome sauce there. The 0-1 to Hoskins. Swing and a missed strike, too. So the two pitchers here for the Hornets, Johnson and Dobbs, love to get punch outs with the fastball. And they know how to do that as well. Swung on, and he somehow fists this one into the air. Caught there by Del Vecchio, the catcher, one away. Three pitches, one out. Vicky Kawaguchi now waltzes to the plate in her ballet's shoes and 2-2. Two -two. Swung it and fell. changes color depending on the team colors. That's cute. <laughs> yes, it does. Props to the developers for that one. Excellent stuff. The 0-1 pitch to Kawaguchi, strike two. Her brother, Kenny Kawaguchi, although confined to a wheelchair, is an absolute stud pitcher in his own right. The 0-2 pitch from Johnson. Swung on, and this is hit softly between third and short. Wheeler makes the grab. He's playing third base today. Uh, Chipper Jones is actually playing first base. He was not feeling well when he got to the ballpark, so a uh, snap decision by the manager decided to uh, move him over to first as Cal Ripken Jr. swings and fouls that one off for strike one. So Chipper is playing first base. Wheeler goes over to third. He's played that position a lot for um, other seasons that we've had here. And then Sally Dobbs moves out to left field. Conseco out and right. The one pitch, Ripkins takes strike two. The 0-2 pitch from Johnson. Swung on a miss, strike three. Ripkin tried to pull it and did not succeed. So three up, three down, no score. We go to the bottom of the first, and Reese Worthington leads off against Todd Xavier. Have not seen Xavier pitch at all this season, or we haven't faced the Orioles as a further expanse of that either. So it'll be fun to see how these kids have survived and uh, how they play baseball. Um, if it's anything like our previous game, <laughs> it'll mm -hmm. be something else to remember here. Uh, Worthington fouls us off for strike one, one and one the count. Yep, Worthington digging in hard here. He's got a 387 average as he. Uh, Fights this one off the hands. Frazier fields it. Flips over to first on a hop. On two hops. And just gets Worthington by a couple steps there. So a ground out catcher to first. One away here. As Pete Wheeler is at the plate. Looking to start something. Swing and a miss strike one. 
Also, complete other random sidebar, but in your NFL real-world news, the Buffalo Bills last evening trounced the Denver Broncos and clinched the AFC East title for the first time in 25 years. Ooh, Uncle John's got to be happy about that. Yep. I watched the entire second half of that game. It was awesome to see. Nice. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills on your first AFC East title in a quarter century. And the Patriots are AFC East champions no more. <laughs> Gotta get my ribbing into Bill Belichick and the gang over, over there in New England. I am not sorry. <laughs> P.S. I am not sorry. <laughs> Speaking of sorry, Wheeler is sorry. He swung and missed on that pitch. It's a strikeout for Xavier. And we now get to Chipper Jones here. Playing first base, as I said. Not feeling the greatest to start the day, so we'll see how he uh, fares in the running and hitting and fielding department for that matter as well. Man, has he been solid for this team this year, though, Ben. Solid defensively, as we always expect, and really good, solid hitting contact. He doesn't have a lot of power, but he doesn't need it. Just hit it where they're not, and, and that's, all, that's all she wrote there. So a great season overall for Chipper, and... Um, Having a good year so far. That's a good tactic for baseball, too. Just read the outfield and the infield and find your hole and punch it. Speaking of punching, this one goes right over the pitcher's head, and it will be down for maybe a hit. Throws to second. Wines fires to first, and Jones is unfortunately out, but uh, mm. got to pull that slightly one way or the other uh, for that to be a little more effective. But surprised the pitcher didn't dive and jump for that. That was kind of interesting. No, maybe uh, he whacked it on the nose, on the screws so hard, it wasn't really much time to react. It was over his head before he could think, but Randy Johnson now facing Mary Riley. Clean inning for both pitchers to start the game. We're done through one. No score. Dust off your shoe tops and whack the dirt off your boots, and away you go. Swing, and this one's chopped down in front of the plate for a hit. Riley's on her horse. Tony Wines fires, then just like rehearsal, Chipper Jones catches it, and we are one away. Gretchen Hasselhoff, catcher today, jumps towards the plate and is ready to rock. Johnson winds and fires. A slow inside ball, and this one is tipped down the right field line. Tony D dives and catches it. Oh, wow. I'm not sure if it's the swoopy-doo hair, but he definitely got some sauce on that one. Wow. Yes, he did. A great all-out effort there by Vec. And uh, that's quickly out number two as he has made both plays for the out here in top of inning number two. But Sherrod grounds this one toward Johnson's shoe tops. He fills it on a hop, flips it over to Jones at first. Three up, three down. Easy peasy. We go to the bottom of the second. Canseco with that massive frame and that massive bat leads it off. Looking to get back on the home run train as he was thoroughly rendered incapacitated against the Twins in the last game here in that 4-3 uh, extra inning winning affair. Looking to turn that around here, though. 0-1 from Xavier. Fastball in there for strike two and quickly ahead in the count. No balls, two strikes. Xavier's not scared, at least not yet. The 0-2 pitch to Canseco. Fastball away, ball one. So we'll see if, if he's just going to go after him and say, here it is, hit it, or if he's going to play some uh, cat and mouse here. Oh, my goodness, he took a little bit off the fastball, Whoa. and Canseco is down swinging. <laughs> I am 
very surprised at that, and Conseco looks a little bit confused and frustrated as he walks back to the dugout there. <laughs> Strikeout number two for Xavier. He's not used to being shut down like that, especially not in the second inning. at all. Ball one just outside to Lofton. I was thinking about the lineups and the uh, longer-term play here, like a grandmaster of chess. Um, it was interesting to see the Orioles did not allow uh, Conseco at the plate at all for the first inning, where the Hornets put their lineup as such, where these first couple or three people were designed to, or their purpose was to get on base or at least get a hit somewhere, but Conseco led off the hitting this inning in the bottom of the second with no one to play with, so I wonder if that may have shaken him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Three balls, one strike here to Lofton. He wouldn't mind a free pass. Takes a slow but in there on the bottom portion of the strike zone. Fastball. Count is now full. One away here. Xavier with his 22nd pitch about to be thrown, and here it is. Oh, Lofton tried to shoot that one to the opposite field, and he got under it. Ripken over. Makes the catch two away. So Xavier, clean inning of work thus far. As Randy Johnson now at the plate with the base is empty. Strike one on the outside corner. Ben, he is pitching very well to start this game. Definitely. It's 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 a matter of time before we find out exactly what that means for the long haul, but so far, excellent stuff. Uh, they really are leaning on Xavier hard to keep the balls in the infield and the play is close to home, so to speak. And this is amazing. Pitcher grabs wow. it, fires it first, just beats out the shoe tops of Randy Johnson, throws out for out number three. We're back with the Orioles at the plate, the top of the third inning, still goose egg to goose egg in this ninth game at Steel Stadium. Vincent Sweet now at the plate, swing and a miss on a change up there. Randy Johnson, 13 pitches, one strikeout, no hits, no walks, through two. The pitch, swung on, and he bunts. But he will not get far. Excuse me, as this goes to Johnson, he flips to Jones, another ground out, and another easy put away. Now it's pitcher versus pitcher here, as Xavier strolls to the plate with the bases empty and one out. Would love to get something going to help his own cause. Strike one from Johnson. A rare 0 0 through two innings of work for both sides. Swan and fouled. Not a foul ball. We have, what, 17 on the year so far, Ben, as we had a gigantic number in the last game. Yeah, 17 for recall. the year and five broken windows uh, last game, number eight. This one is grounded toward Johnson's shoe tops again. Second play like that he's had to make this afternoon, but he makes it again handily. And uh, two up, two down here as Buddy Martin. Comes to the plate. Right field designation today for him to start. Pitches inside from Johnson. Not a whole bunch of strikeouts from him to start the day. Only one so far. But very effective. Highly efficient as he's getting like balls off the in off the hands and ground outs and I'm not sure a ball has left the infield yet, as that's another ground out there. No score through the top of the third. Tony Del Vecchio now leads it off. And this ball is clocked into left to center field. Right fielder coming over to get it. He fields it with his back toward the infield. 
and stabs the throw in the ground and then recovers, flips to second. Tony Delvecchio safe at first. That is the first hit of the day for either side. Now Sally Dobbs at the plate. This one is hit towards short. Play there by Kawaguchi. Out at second, they throw to first. Dub oh, it would have been a double play, but it goes off of the first baseman's noggin. Dobbs is running hard to second, and she's doubled off at second base. Oh, no. That is a double play <laughs> off the error, and a little bit greedy on the running was Dobbs, and that cost him. As now the bases are empty for Ronnie Dobbs. Swung on and fell, and that is a broken window. Number one on the day, number 18 for the season. And another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. See them Strike. for all your in-home uh, business and broadcast booth window replacement needs here. Indeed. Strike two on the inside corner. The pitch from Xavier is just a bit outside for ball one. Base is empty. Base running blunder there for the Hornets, trying to get too greedy with Dobbs there with that uh, single and then the error. But um, nothing doing. They knew that the first baseman had a good arm, and they tested it and couldn't slide underneath the tag, so nothing doing there. The count is now full here on Ronnie Dobbs. Three balls, two strikes. Xavier trying to get out of this inning without any damage at all. The 3-2 pitch. is just low for ball four. Good eye there by Ronnie. He will take a walk. And now Reese Worthington at <laughs> the plate. If you're Xavier, you're not too worried about this because neither of these two guys can run very well. Swing and a miss there by Worthington. Orioles could easily settle back into their uh, deployment at the infield and just keep the, keep the balls close to home here. Don't have to go too far. Just put your strategic pitches where they need to be and fire off some throws there and you'll get you get the runner you'll, you'll eventually get the runner as we've seen from an amazing performance from butch sherrod at first base off the error this one's popped up and a few runners out to get it and just off the oh. noggin and caught for called out number three amazing play there so just a heads up there huh no pun intended off the beanball there at first base from the <laughs> double play that was not an error it was ruled a hit I guess he, he, he it like glanced off his glove and then uh, bounced off his head in the process, and that was all she wrote. Dominic Hoskins skies this one towards second base. Ronnie Dobbs cannot make the play. Kenny Lofton will field it, and he will flip it back over to second base here in a minute, as that is a hit for the Orioles, and the no-hitter perfect game is gone for both sides now. As there is a runner aboard, and who knows what's coming. Infield, outfield, playing deep just in case. It's an attempted bunt and swung on and missed. Strike one. Oh, I've never Guarding seen against Vicky Kawaguchi attempt a bunt like that. It was funny. Yes. Guarding against a screaming line drive, guarding against an undergrounder. Ball one. Just missed that corner there. Paint a happy little pitch in the upper left-hand corner. Tried to. Just barely missed it. The 1-1. One, one. It's a crazy bunt. Here we go. Oh, it glances off of Wheeler and then skitters its way into left field. As Sally Dobbs is hard charging for it, it goes all the way to the wall. Fires in over to third. 
That is going to be a one-hop throw. Runners at the corners, nobody out. The Orioles threatening here. Ripken looking to bunt here as well. The pitch from Johnson. Struck out last time at bat here, and this one's just Ooh. inside for ball one. Or strike one, excuse me. He just caught the edge there. No balls, one strike runners at the corners. Nobody out. The Orioles threatening the pitch to Ripken. He bunts regularly. And this is going to be a tough play here for Del Vecchio. He throws to first, and the bases are loaded. Oh, An my. absolutely perfect play. They knew the defense was playing <laughs> deep. They took advantage of it. Nobody was pinching in. And now the defense will go back to normal depth for Mary Riley. The bases are loaded. Still, here we go. It ain't over. Swing and a miss, strike one. My goodness gracious. Orioles are in a perfect scoring position. Nobody out. Bases are juiced. And Mary Riley skies this one to shallow left oh, field. It's fly called roll. an infield fly. So batters automatically out. Runners stay at your bases. Gretchen Hasselhoff, catcher, now at the plate. Johnson working hard here. Base is empty, one away. Swing and a miss from Hasselhoff. Double play definitely in order. There's nowhere to put anybody here. So any ground ball toward the infield is going to be a throw to home, then throw to first or second, or third, depending. Swung and fouled another broken window on the way. Get your phones ready. <laughs> no balls, two strikes. To Gretchen Hasselhoff, the pitch. Called strike three on the inside corner. What a pitch there from Johnson, and he needed it badly. Now Butch Sherrod at the plate. 0 for 1 today. Did not strike out. Strike one there. Johnson working hard to get out of this jam. Anybody's ball game. Still two goose eggs on the board at the moment. The 0-1 is down toward his shoelaces. Ball one. And with a situation like this, you've got to exact surgical precision if you're Randy Johnson. Um, you've got to make sure you don't disturb anything that doesn't need to be disturbed and kind of carefully tread your way over as this one is painted. Upper left corner for strike two, one and two the count. Two away bases are still loaded, and the runner is looking itchy for home plate. Johnson winds and fires a fastball. Oh, we got him. He wasn't ready. Butch swings, and we are out of a nail wow. of a half wow. inning here. We're down through the top of the fourth inning, and the Hornets get the bat at another round. That was amazing. So it was bases loaded and nobody out, and he gets two strikeouts and an infield fly to end the threat. As we go to the bottom of the fourth, Wheeler... Fights one off, and what a over-the-shoulder grab there by the shortstop Kawaguchi, robbing him of what would be a sure hit. As now Chipper Jones is at the plate, he cracked one into center field his last time up, and was thrown out. This one is wrapped toward left of center field. Oh, fielded on a hop. The ball kind of caught the fielder there. They throw to second. They throw to first, and Jones is out again. Oh, oh buddy. I'm so sorry. It, it hurts when you're not able to run. Otherwise, he would have had two easy singles today. And Jose Canseco, 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Base is empty. He's looking to exact revenge here on Xavier. He is mad. <laughs> Shut you can... down the last time, and now he also, again, has no one to work with on the bases with two outs. 
God, Zooks. You can say he's mad as a hornet. I could say he's mad as a hornet, and in fact, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Plays for the hornets, and he's a little ticked, so it makes sense. Three balls, no strikes. He doesn't have to swing at anything for the next couple pitches here, unless it's something nice and juicy. And uh, Xavier, sensing the anger in Canseco's eyes, wisely gives him the free pass. (laughs) As he is now at first base, and he'll deal with Kenny Lofton instead. Lofton also 0 for 1 today, but did not strike out. What are you doing, Xavier? What are you doing? Ball one, ball two. You watched someone else. Kenny Lofton looking at some wild pitches today, both outside, both way out of the strike zone. Hmm. 2-0. Maybe he's trying to – I think he's trying to pitch around him and get to Johnson here, who bats sixth, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, there's another card for the long game. I can see that. Kenny Lofton, speaking of Lofton. Oh, there we go. That's what he wanted to do the first at bat. This one has hit all the way to the wall there in left field. The throw goes toward Ripken at third, but he will not be able to get it all the way to the base. That is a stand-up double for Lofton. That's exactly what he wanted to do in his first at bat when he popped it up lazily toward third. So now, runners on second and third. Go ahead, run. On third base there for Randy Johnson. Trying to do something to help his team here. He would love a carbon copy of Lofton's base hit to left field. Again, it would be perfect. Or a, a shunt to right. Just get it as far away from home plate as he can. Oh, Foul ball. Fouls that one off. Another broken window. And another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Three on the day. 20-2-0. We're one more, one more away from drinking age. Hey, there you go. <laughs> at least we can vote. Yeah, at least we can vote. <laughs> oh, man. No balls, two strikes again as Johnson fouls off another. The pitch from Xavier. Swung on and fouled again. Hanging tough here is Johnson. He's not going down without a fight. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here next to you having flashbacks of Little League Baseball where every hit I hit was a foul ball. Yep. one particular game I remember that happening, actually. Yeah. Little League's not easy, man. No. For a lot of reasons, but I guess we'll get into that if we can. (gasps) Randy Johnson, huge strikeout here, and Todd Xavier, in similar fashion, um, gets his team out of the jam from Mm. threatened to score the Hornets. Still 0-0, top of the fifth inning. Both teams have shown that they are very capable of getting on base. As soon as they threaten home plate, get shut down. This is definitely a pitching powerhouse. I can't think of another word that starts with P. But anyway, um, it's, a, it's a nice duel between these two gents at the mound here as they've done a very good job, respectively, picking off batters left and right and not allowing anyone home. Infield definitely doing their work here. As this one's outside for Steerick, number three, Vincent Sweet. Walks back to the dugout, replaced by Todd Xavier. We are again at the flip side of a pitcher's duel again as Xavier faces down the cannon arm of Randy Johnson. Throws his 38th pitch. This one's popped lazily to short. Reese wearing the team grabs it, lobs it over to first, and Chipper Jones makes the catch for out number two. Quickly two up and equally quickly two down as Buddy Martin strides to the plate, unfazed by the fact he is facing two outs. Swung on fouled as Johnson, a strikeout, a ground out. 
and looking to finish off this top of the fifth without giving up a run still. Swing and a miss. Bases are empty for Martin. Orioles threatened with bases loaded and nobody out in the top of the fourth, and Johnson got out of the jam. And strikes out Martin here for strikeout number five, and that ends the top half of the fifth. We go to the bottom side. Tony Del Vecchio has a hit today. And he may be one of, what, two, maybe three people on this team that have a hit today? Let's take a look at the stats here. It's been a, a long time since we've seen He has one of two hits. Kenny Lofton has the other with that double to left field. Oh, that's right. Amazing stuff. Where did Tony's first hit go? I forget. Was that the um, shallow center? Or no, that was somebody else. It, it, was, it was left to center field. He got it past the fielder. This one is gotten past the right fielder all the way to the corner by the barn shed. Del Vecchio on his horse, and he is trucking towards second base, looking for a double. And he's got it. So a stand-up double there for Tony Del Vecchio. That ball dropped underneath the glove of the right fielder. And it's a leadoff two-bagger. He's two for two today. And now here is Sally Dobbs who was called out at second base as she stretched a single into a double or attempted to and unfortunately was counted as a double play. Todd Xavier with a freeze ball for ball one. And then a curveball low for ball two. Three strikeouts, 54 pitches, two walks, no runs. Trying to get Dobbs out here. This one is grounded. Foul. Sally looking to redeem herself from that double play base running faux pas. Off the first baseman's glove, too. That's got to hurt. Definitely mm -hmm. some time and some space to work with. Zero outs of man on second base. Del Vecchio digs his heels in and waits. Oh, this look out! might be the moment for him. Ooh. Dobbs lofts this one center, and runner stays. She's caught out number one. We're still not through yet. Ronnie Dobbs now has a chance here as he hops towards the plate like a chickadee. And, uh, yeah, looking to advance the runner, or at least get a hit himself to fire up the offensive side of the equation here. This one's inside and high for ball one. And Dobbs is a patient. He's a patient man. Yes, he is. Says he worked a walk in his previous at bat. Ball two. He wouldn't mind doing that again. Xavier has given two free passes. One was, I guess you could say, unintentionally intentional to Jose Canseco. It was too perfect to be unintentional, in my opinion. Yes. He's like, I want nothing to do with this guy. Says every pitcher in the league. <laughs> and he gives Ronnie a free pass, so he hasn't had to he hasn't had to swing the bat really at all as he has walked twice today. And now here's Reese Worthington 0 for 2 with two aboard and one away. The pitch. He dribbles this one in front of the mound. Xavier fields it, throws to third, out there, throws to second, and it's over the second baseman's head and into right field. Oh my goodness, a crucial, crucial error by Cal Ripken Jr. And instead of getting a double play and giving their team an offensive boost opportunity, the inning remains and Pete Wheeler bats and the runner go to second and third. Oh my goodness, you've got to be feeling terrible if you're Ripken. It's got to make you feel sick. 
it was a tough charge oh. by the infield and a good play. I wouldn't call it greedy because they definitely needed that double play, but just mm -hmm. a, a smidge too much juice on that throw to second and just barely got over the second baseman's head. Mm -hmm. Kawaguchi's shorter frame was not easy to hit on a hard, <laughs> slightly high, but like that, that, I mean, that ball had some mustard on it. Let's, let's be honest here. Ripken wanted to make a strong throw, and he did that just a hair high, and Kawaguchi, with all of her ballet prowess, could not leap high enough to corral that baseball. As this one is popped up high toward Kawaguchi, it's short. She's under it and makes the catch. Oh my goodness, the threat is over. We go to the top of the sixth. <laughs> there is no score. And this is an absolute delight of a pitcher's duel, Ben. As this is, I believe, the second or third time, at the very least, it's the second time we've had a game go zeros deep into a ball game here. Yeah, I was going to say early on um, that even though the scoreboard is 0 0, that means absolutely nothing. We've seen the uh, Hornets crack the can of worms wide open late into the game or randomly um, and just kept running with the momentum. Now, um, still scoreless, obviously, top O oh, the sixth inning. And uh, neither team has allowed the other any quarter. So we'll see how this goes. One ball, two strikes for Dominic Hoskins here. Randy Johnson unloads his 46th pitch, 45th pitch, and uh, Steer rakes him out for six strikeouts for the game. Got to be feeling pretty good about that. Vicky Kawaguchi, the ballerina extraordinaire, up. She is one for two today, working with one out and lofts this one. Two shallow left field. Reese Worthington on his horse and just can't barely make the catch here. And uh, first baseman still empty-handed here as we have a single. Cal Ripken Jr. now looks to capitalize on a little bit of momentum his team has created. Trying to make up for that uh, throwing error, which didn't actually cost his team anything there. Thank Fouled the Lord. that one off. Very fortunate for him. One on, one out. Kawaguchi over there at first on the, uh, call it an infield single. That was a very tough play for Worthington to make. The runner goes to second. The throw goes into second. She slides, and the runner is safe. <laughs> Dobbs could not make the play. It was a bit of a late reaction, but it's still a good throw there by, um, by uh, Del Vecchio there. As it's a stolen base for Kawaguchi. The pitch from Johnson. Strike three called. Ripken goes down. Strikeout number seven. And now Johnson's heating up. Mary Riley now at the plate. Runner in scoring position there at second base. Anything to the outfield has a chance to score her unless it's just strictly in the air. This one is not none of that. It's on the ground. Johnson picks it up. Flips to first. Jones makes the play. And there's three up, three down. And we go to the bottom of the sixth. No score. Chipper Jones batting third. And you all know who's batting next. <laughs> Chipper Jones batting first, um, and third in the batting order. But um, Canseco is up next as this one has popped foul toward first baseman. And he makes the grab. So nobody on, one out for Jose Canseco, who with one swing of his meaty, mighty, meaty bat can send us all home here. As he takes ball one, is Xavier going to pitch to him or not? What would you do? I would walk him. I would walk him straight up. I, would I, am, I, am, I have too. no shame. Yep. I would walk him right now. Yep. You've, you've lasted 68, 69 pitches. This has got to hurt eventually. This one's lofted to right field. We'll get down for a hit. And Canseco, thank the Lord, 
uh, as his first hit wow. <laughs> of the game. <laughs> first hit of the game, Kenny Lofton. Now at the plate, Canseco on first. He knows his way around getting bat on ball. He did it last inning with that, or last at bat, I should say, with a double to left field. Perfectly capable here. The pitch. Ooh. Swung on and fouled to another broken window. And another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Number four on the day and 21 for the season. Ball too high. Two and one. Runner aboard, that's Conseco. Got his first hit of the game. 72 pitches and counting for Todd Xavier. What a ride. And side note, we are now of drinking age. Yes, we are. Have a, have a, have a pint game. after the game at the tavern. Pretty much. Two balls, two strikes now for Lofton. Hanging tough. Swung on, and this is wrapped in between first and second. In the right field. The fielder gets to it, and Canseco beats the throw to second base. How about it? So two aboard now for Randy Johnson. Who is in a bit of a pickle here. There's one out. And he doesn't run well. He's got to pull something past Ripken at third. That's his only... Or, or shoot one past first base in the right field. Anything that stays in the infield is not going to... Not going to do much. Then you run the risk of a double play, of course. So this one is clocked toward the... Oh, what a grab there by Todd Xavier! As Kenny Lofton falls falls down getting back to first base, he slipped and then turned the turbos back on to dive back to first base <laughs> in time. He was almost doubled off. That ball was a heat-sinking missile toward center field. But snagged out there by Xavier and saves this ball game. As Del Vecchio swings and fouls this one. Wow, what reflexes, what defensive skill. And that keeps this game at zeros and there's two outs. <laughs> Pounds a fastball in there low, but in there for strike two. No balls, two strikes, two on, two out. Bottom of the sixth, no score in this ball game. I kid you not. The pitch... Oh my goodness, fastball in the most perfect of places. You can't paint a corner any better than that. And Todd Xavier with his 80th pitch gets his fourth strikeout. We are having extra baseball, bonus baseball, two games in a row, Ben. We go to the top of the seventh that has no score. We've got a brand new ball game, and it's Gretchen Hasselhoff leading it off. Yikes. Wow. Back to back. If you had told me at the beginning of the season that we would have had extra innings two games in a row... I would have laughed, but as mm -hmm. we see here, here we sit, here we are, with now 21 broken windows into the season for this game, the second highest uh, ever, um, a stare down, a uh, flex off, a pitcher's duel, an, an infield game, it's just, it's amazing, nothing has left the field, absolutely nothing, so, I mean... Oh, it's intense, it's subdued, uh, it's subtle, but it's smart baseball, and that's what I am all about. Hasselhoff mm -hmm. looks at 2-2, two and two, and 2-2-2 two, two, two average to match. This one coming from Jeremy Johnson, 56th pitch is just in front of the plate. Lazy pop-up, Tony D grabs it out of the air, we are one away for Butch Sherrod. 
Nobody on. And one out. Infield pulls in. What will this mean? We'll tune in to find out. Ball one high. And Johnson. Painting the corners. Just a slight bit out of the lines. But uh, you can't blame him for trying. Xavier definitely raised the bar. Raised the ante all in with his exceptional performance on the mound. And Johnson struggling to match that blow for blow here. 2-0 and oh the count. And Sherrod swings. This one is dribbled towards Pete Wheeler. He sees this before it even leaves the bat. Throws to first. And Chipper Jones makes the play for out numero dos. Michael Vincent Sweet, center fielder up. He is 0 for 2 today. And we're still in extra baseball. Yes, we are. Swing and a miss there as he tried to pull one and comes up empty. Infield in once again. He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Not a, not a whole lot of wheels on this kid. As far as the speed is concerned, swung on and he somehow gets a piece of this one. Chipper Jones comes in to get it. And Johnson goes to first, the throw to first, and he got him. So a great play there. Jones covering, or Johnson covering the bag. Jones pulling in on the hit and three up, three down. We go to the bottom of the seventh, no score. Sally Dobbs leads it off. And this ball is hit sharply right at Vicky Kawaguchi. She fields... Heaves it to first for out number one. Beautiful pitch and catch play there. And one away. Sharp defense here for the Orioles. Let's bail them out in very key situations. Not the least of which being Todd Xavier's bullet snag. <laughs> in the previous inning. He wanted to one-up Randy Johnson for getting yep. out of a bases-loaded situation just at the plate. Mm-hmm. So no balls, two strikes here for Ronnie, looking for his first hit of the day. And fouls it off. Steve Reich won. Two walks here. He accounts for 66% of the base on balls percentage against Todd Xavier <laughs> this afternoon. Strike three, struck him out. Oh boy, strikeout number five for Xavier. Two away now here for Reese Worthington. And if anybody gets on, if he gets on base, it'll be Pete Wheeler next. Dribbles that one foul for strike one. 86 and counting for Todd Xavier as far as the pitch count goes, but he has pitched masterfully. I don't get to say that a lot about many opposing pitchers that we face, but my goodness gracious. As he gets this one out. Three up, three down, we go to the top of the eighth inning. No score. Todd Xavier now up against Randy Johnson again for the third time today. I was musing to myself on the way home from church this morning. It's like, I wonder if we're... It's like, we had... Like, the, the game last time lasted over an hour. I wonder if we're going to have that again today. Well, it's looking like it here. 43-ish <laughs> minutes as the podcast ticker ticks. And we will be here until it is over, folks. That is how we do. Randy Johnson unleashes another pitch. This one is lofted up for shallow left field. Sally Dobbs is under it and hits her shoe tops, and that is not a play. Runner is still hobbling towards first, and Chipper Jones, kind of aghast at the amount of space and time he has, makes the play for out number one. Buddy that Martin. That ball was... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Buddy Martin at the plate. Yep, 
swinging a miss strike one. I was going to say, I uh, didn't mean to cut you off there. So that ball was just it, just, it just caught right in between the edge, the outside edge of Dobbs' glove and the ground and just kind of like stuck and she kind of half tripped over it and fell over. Couldn't make the catch there. Not for lack of trying, though. And then uh, Worthington flips to Dobbs, who collects himself and fired it to first for the uh, outfield assist combination put out. So one away here for Buddy Martin. No balls, two strikes, the pitch. Swan and fouled. Another broken window. We are up to five on the day. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And 22 for the season as we have tied our previous games and season's broken record per game. Johnson with a beautiful curveball on the lower outside portion. And strikeout number eight, out number two. And here's Dominic Hoskins. One for three. He knows how to hit. He's got one of the few hits in this game for the Orioles as he slaps this one toward Worthington. Fields it, throws to first on a tumbling hop, and gets the out. So we are done through the top half of the eighth. We go to the bottom half. It is Wheeler and Jones and Canseco. Two, three, four. Ball one high. Todd Xavier, 87 pitches, five strikeouts, three walks, no runs. Through seven. That's astonishing. Pitch from Wheeler, he bunts. Xavier's going to have to be quick with this one. Throw to first, and a perfect bunt there. A bunt base hit for Pete Wheeler. That's the way to get yourself a base runner. Right you there. Got to play it smart, and you got to play quick. And he's done both at the same time. Chipper Jones now at the plate. And he will bunt foul. And the runner stays, but looked like he was going to jump for second, but it's decided against it once mm -hmm. he saw the play. Todd Xavier, 91 pitches into this game, and he still so shows no sign of slowing down. Wheeler on his horse, and he will steal second base successfully. Thrower's error there at third, allowing him the time and space needed to advance. 92 pitches now, Todd Xavier. And he throws another steerike. This one's looped and foul for strike number two. Oh, and to the count here, Chipper Jones, also a patient man here, playing with Pete Wheeler, who is definitely not the most serious guy in the bunch, but he definitely is creative with the plays. This one is chopped in front of the home plate for a hit. This will get down, and Jones is just tagged out at first base for out number one. Pete Wheeler, in the meanwhile, used that as a distraction to advance one base, and he is now threatening with none other then Jose Canseco at the plate. He flexes, narrows his eyes, digs in his heel, and he's ready for some baseball here. Ooh, a mighty colossal swing, but it goes foul for strike one. We are Game sweating up run. here in the booth. Yes, you and me both. Game-winning run, 90 feet away at third. Wheeler just itching to go on the first first sign of contact in any kind of fair territory it's even a a, even a, even a, even a fly ball out could score him easily ben yeah he is even if it's the center field he is many things uh slow is definitely not one of them xavier pitching very cautiously here you can see the <laughs> you can see the the, the 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 beads of sweat upon his brow even from this distance it's, it's glistening i <laughs> it's crazy this ball is hit, chopped toward the second baseman, who does not make the play, picks it up, throws to first, 
out there, but the run scores and the game is over. It is a RBI ground out for Jose Canseco. And in a stunning role reversal, plays small ball to be the hero. And the Hornets beat the Orioles in a masterful pitcher's duel. one nothing in eight innings. Our second consecutive extra inning game and extra inning victory. Wow, what a way to end it. Wheeler was going off a of contact. You knew he was running on that pitch, and my goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. What a way. What a way to get that done. And uh, congrats to the Hornets. Congrats to Kitsako. Playing small ball, finding a way. There you go. That is awesome to see. Ben, what are your thoughts on what we've just seen here today? Um, I had a couple firsts this game. The first consecutive extra inning ball game. This game number nine here this season. I also had my first witness of no pitching change for the opposition. This never happens before, Mike. Mm-hmm. He's up. Um, Todd Xavier was in 93, 94, I forgot, but the upper 90s in his pitching and showed no sign of slowing down, no break in his focus, and just a masterful, masterful grasp of every situation like he knew how to place the ball he knew when to walk he knew when to throw out he knew when to change it up and to keep his infield psyched and prepared amazing plays absolutely stunning stuff yep awesome 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 well said that's yeah because in the twins game um their pitcher leah wayne went deep in that game as well but um just just no flinching on either side and you gotta feel bad for Todd Xavier he did everything right in that game and he got the ground ball that he needed knowing Wheeler was running on contact if the second baseman makes that play she's got a shot to gun Wheeler down at home and um, keep the uh, keep the game alive and uh, get out of the inning unscathed but not to be hard charging gutsy play gutsy call Wheeler was like once he got on base, Ben, you could see it in his eyes. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to take this thing over. I've got it. I've got it. I'm going to do it. And and he did. And he stole second. And then he went to third. And then just come hard charging home and on first contact. And the uh, second baseman had to hurry, flubbed the exchange, and that was it. That's all they needed. So small ball victory there for the Hornets as they take down the Orioles. one nothing as we go around the league. Randy Johnson win number five. Gets the complete game four hit effort. Todd Xavier takes the tough luck loss. Um, man, that's gonna be that's gonna be an unearned run loss against Todd Xavier. That's a that's a tough way to lose a ball game as a pitcher. My goodness. Orioles drop to two and seven. Hornets remain undefeated. They climb to nine and zero. Oh. Speaking of the Twins, they have suffered another loss here, a surprising loss to the Fishes, as they drop five three. Alexis Weiss gets the win for the Fishes. They go to 6-3. The Twins' Leah Wayne, aforementioned as, bef- as previous, um, takes the loss again. They now fall to 5-4 and four and are only one game above 500. Not the way they saw their season progressing here. Rockies fall to the Philadelphia Phillies 5-1 uh, on the road. Ezra Travolta picks up the win. Phillies climb to 5-4. and four. Chad Koppel takes the loss. Rockies drop to 2-7. Montreal Expos and White Monsters. The Monsters pull away with three runs in the bottom of the sixth to take the game. Peter Levine gets the win. Monsters go to 5-4. and four. Expos' Vladimir Momak will take the loss. Expos are now 5-4 and four as well. Second line of the scoreboards here. Uh, Junior Wombats and Tampa Bay Rays in a close affair. Rays walk it off in the bottom of the seventh. Another extra inning game there. 
Tony Delvecchio, or Angela Delvecchio, excuse me, Tony's uh, sister, gets the win. The Rays go to 6-3. and three. The Wombats, Nan Porter, takes the loss, and they are struggling mightily as they fall to 1-8 and eight on the year. Royals and Angels in a high-scoring affair, 11-8. to eight. The Royals led the game 11-2 to two going into the bottom of the sixth inning, and they win the game 11-8 to eight as the Anaheim Angels come screaming back, but the comeback falls short by three runs. Uh, Khan picks up the win for the Royals. Ramona Bennett takes the loss for the Angels. Both teams are now 4-5. and five. Reds over the Marlins, 5-4 to four in... It says eight innings, but I'm not sure why... It would say eight innings, and we don't have any scores in the sixth or seventh or the eighth. I don't know. There's some bug in the system, but anyway, <laughs> suffice it to say, the Reds win five to four. Uma Morris takes the win. They go to five and four. Marlins, Debbie Nagasawa takes the loss. They go to three and six. Arizona Diamondbacks fall to the Houston Astros in Houston. Astros Jack Joseph picks up the win. They go to four and five. Diamondbacks Amanda Hellerman suffer their only third loss of the year as they fall to six and three. Toronto Blue Jays and Texas Rangers don't look now, but the Rangers have won two games in a row. They are 2-7, and seven, and Pudge Rodriguez gets the win. Uh, uh, Jody Palmer takes the loss for the Blue Jays. They go to 5-4. and four. Seattle Mariners pick up a win against the Cleveland Indians in tight fashion. 3-2 victory as Ryan Vanderhoek pitches them past the Indians' Don Cozart. Mariners go to 5-4. and four. Indians also now 5-4. and four. The Blue Men and heads all over the San Francisco Giants in the first inning and the fourth inning that's all they needed 12 to 4 victory there uh sophie meyer picks up the win melon heads are now seven and two and very hot jay green and the giants will take the loss they fall to six and three and the final game on the board here pittsburgh pirates pick up a nine seven win with four spot in the sixth inning and a walk it off as morelda hyman and the pirates climb to three and six with the win billy mendelson and the bombers will fall to three and six on the year so those are your news and notes for the games around the league recapping this game once again ben orioles and hornets hornets win a thriller in extra innings it took what eight innings for that game to finish up i do believe seven well yeah it was eight innings it, it only goes up to seven on the scoreboard for some reason but it was eight inning victory for Randy Johnson and the Hornets, they go to 9-0. Todd Zaver takes the loss. They go to 2-7 to the Orioles. What a game. What a pitcher's duel. And what a time to see baseball for two consecutive weeks in a row. I am pleased as punch with the last two outcomes of these games. Absolutely. I kind of agree with everything you said. Excellent plays on both sides. And again, I would not be surprised to see these kids in the postseason should we make it that far too. Wonderful stuff. Excellent stamina and all around some good baseball. So I'll leave it to you, Mike, to close it out, but thanks for having me on board, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Alrighty, sounds good. Jose Canseco, the small ball offensive hero, huge redemption from his uh, very tough uh, game offensively from uh, the last game against the Twins, but turns it around, Hornets walk it off one nothing in eight innings. That's all for that's all for uh, the games here. That's all for us. From, yeah, let's try it again. That's all for us here. Uh, from my good buddy, brother, and co-host Ben Schultz, from everybody here in the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions, this is Michael Schultz saying so long. Have an awesome rest of your Sunday. Take care. Enjoy the weekend. And if we don't talk again, uh, have a wonderful Christmas. If you're traveling, travel safe. Uh, be safe on the roads. There's a lot of crazy people out there, so safe travels wherever you may go. Enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the time off. And um, we will pick it up again 
I think three weeks from now, Ben, because I will be I will be uh, un- unavailable and indisposed for the next uh, few weeks here, the next couple weekends. Uh, but we'll pick it up after the Christmas break and after the new year. Brand new baseball, brand new year in 2021, and we will continue this season going into the new year. But that's all we've got for now. Have an awesome weekend. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it a lot. Show us some love on Red Circle and find us on pretty much any uh, podcast provider that of your choosing there we're on all sorts of platforms so go ahead and check us out on redcircle.com and um hit us up ben is it redcircle.com slash throwback sports productions is that correct um i don't remember the exact url uh but if you use any of your other podcasting apps uh, we are definitely present there too so search throwback sports productions and we should pop right up for you yep sounds good give us a listen give us a like show us some love and uh we're, we're happy to have you along for the ride. Take care, have an awesome weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time in 2021. Goodbye, everybody.